If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. markers, they don't come off your skin very easily. My mom got mad at me because I drew body art of um, She Was a Doe logo on my arm because my friend Mary Ann, she said that um, it was erasable. It definitely stains. Aaron told me this morning that he loses four pounds of sweat every time he runs. I do. I don't he, know about that. I mean, I only burn 100 I, I calories per mile. Every, he every day. Himself before every day and after I weigh before and after. Yeah, I lose okay. four pounds. So Isn't in water weight, yes. But the second he takes a drink, there it comes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely right. That freaked yeah. me out, though. Four pounds. That kind of Four pounds of sweat. Yeah. That's a that's, lot. That is pretty impressive. That's a lot of sweat. I think that's really when I take gross. off my When I take off my shirt <laughs> after those hour runs in the morning or whatever, it's, ba- it's just like drenched. Yeah. I mean, it's just a big old... Well, I would assume so. I'd also assume that like a slug, you would have a trail. <laughs> yes. It's like your you run, are... your run. People would know. It's like got your DNA just all over That's it. Right. If That's he ever exactly goes right. missing, they're like, follow that stench. Exactly. There it is. Hey, there's the sweat trail. There's Aaron. <gasps> there's Aaron. Go. <laughs> all right, you ready to shoe a dough? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right, we have special guest Sarah Forehead's with us today on Shoe the Dough, uh, and that is because we're going to do a headline hunt. And we tried one of these before mm-hmm. with Danae kind of searching the internet for headlines I did. and we did this and this is a great opportunity because Sarah is a professional. I do get paid for it, right? Does that make me professional? <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh-huh. I learned that. Uh-huh. The other morning I told Danae, I said, you know, you're, a, a, pro. Radio you're pro. a pro. She's like, I'm not a pro. I'm like, no, no, no. Literally, you get paid to do this now. You are a professional. Which means I can't deny it, but at the same time, pro to me means you're like at a particular level uh-huh. and I am, I'm a noob. You're a noob pro. I'm a radio noob. <laughs> N E W B. Just no, in case you're no, 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 no. N O O B. It's in the dictionary now. No, it isn't. N O O B. It okay, was the word of the year the three dictionary. years ago. It was the word of the year three years ago, and they added it to the dictionary. It is N O O B. No, it is N E W B because in the gaming world, if someone calls you N O O B, it's an insult. But if you're an N E W B, that means you're excusable. Are you what? a gamer? Yeah, I'm a gamer. For sure. Awesome. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not There's kidding There's a difference you. in definition between N- the spelling? Yes. N-E-W-B is the acceptable noob. Like, you're new to the game, you don't know what's going on, and you're asking appropriate questions, and you're being fun. Then there's the N-O-O-B, which is the one that's like, okay, you You've are... You've been around long enough to know better, yeah. and you're still Kind of acting... like a forum troll, only gamer. Interesting. Yeah. Learning so much. Yeah. Anyway, and that's why I clarified <laughs> that I am making sure that, that you are even an though I'm not a pro, I'm in, Yeah. Not and an N O O B. Not noob. Okay, got it. Mm. I'm so mm-hmm. with you now. Anyhow, Anyhow Sarah is not. <laughs> Sarah is not either kind of noob to the news business. No, she's a noob. Would she be a, a noob? 
No. No. Don't okay. try it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, so Sarah has been doing this for a long time. And so you've got like the resources and everything. Like you can find like all these crazy stories and headlines. And so. Or at least we hope you can. This is my favorite one. Oh, ready? oh we're, we're ready to begin. Oh, goodness. The New going. York City mayor wants hospitals to lock up baby formula to encourage breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what say you, Danae? <laughs> Or or what say you, Aaron, with four boys? So, <laughs> oh my god, and no oh breastfeeding no. capabilities. There's no, there's no formula around. What shall I do? I guess I've got these things on my body. I guess I could use those. Oh, locking it up as if people are going to just be like tearing down whatever container is holding. Now, is the this formula. A, is this a serious suggestion? Like, yes, it want, is. The, the what does city he mean lock it up? They're doing a voluntary latch-on initiative, as it's called, <laughs> where 27 of the city's 40 hospitals have agreed to give up swag bags that sport formula company logos, toss out formula branded um, anything, lanyards, mugs, all of that. Wow. And they are highly encouraging breastfeeding instead. So they're not making it easy for you to use formula. I, I still like the visual of it being locked up. As yeah. if like formula armed guard. has, yeah, armed guard formula has been put into the holding cell. Mm-hmm. You get the bars. You can see them all in there. Their labels have weeping children. You you, know. You've got you've got women with the little papooses banging <laughs> on the locked door. We need, we need formula. Yeah. I mean, this headline ripped from Fox News and it says that starting September 3rd, the city will keep tabs on the number of bottles that participating hospitals stock and use. Wow. That's interesting. I wonder if it's like why what what the big push is is it because breast milk is healthier than and that's just the the purpose is to promote I healthier. Yeah. I mean that's been proven. We kind of all know that, but some mothers really can't produce, you know, breast milk as well, and so they have to switch to formula. Well, and at some point, you know, there's a transition that happens too. So, I mean, not always. No. No. No, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw the cover of whatever yeah. Time Magazine, Time magazine or whatever that, that was. One. Yeah, there is not always a transition. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> In fact, there sometimes should be an end. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good. How about number two? All right, number two. Aaron, this speaks to you because oh, you have thank children. You. Mm-hmm. Um, a new study shows that more Americans are saving for a big vacation or a new car instead of college for their kids. I'm there. I am one of those people. Why, why do you think? I'll tell you why, but why do you think? Why do, I th- why do I do it? No, why do you think more people are saving for cars and vacations as opposed to college? More and more, I think people are realizing college is overpriced and it's you know not something necessarily that every kid's going to do. And I mean... And cars are more important. And vacations are instant gratification and also needed. You They're- guys are almost right. Um, analysts say that short-term goals like vacation or car are more attainable... So people want a goal that they feel like they can reach. That's it. You're exactly right. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Saving money for my boys' college does not feel attainable at all. Well, and I, I don't feel like it's even possible when, for us to do. When did this happen? And I, this is a genuine question. When, I don't know if we're going to know the answer to this, but when did it become a norm for parents to pay for their children's education? I think off. it started that way, didn't it? I mean, I think that was kind of the moral imperative of previous generations was, you know, there are children, we'll pay for their education. 
Um, so that they can go out and start their own. Yeah, exactly. Lives like that's just part of my response. You know, I pay for their food, I pay for their lodging, and I pay for their education. My parents paid for for me on several things that I need help with, like getting a car or getting a house. You know, just things like that. Where they're like, "Yeah, we'll help you do this." My mom came to me my freshman year of high school and said, "You're paying for your own college." You better do something about that to me and my sister. And we both got full rides. Nice. And that's and that's what I'm going to be telling my boys. There's so many scholarships yeah. available. And in fact, I say my parents. Tell made, them early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, tonight. I will go home. <laughs> Before they I squander will, <laughs> their straight A report card. I will sit them down tonight. Say, listen, sons, that's start good, saving. That's a good point because, you know, freshman year you have your whole you know, you've got your education ahead of you for high school that can kind of pre- prepare you. If my parents told me that, I wouldn't have been going into college. Man, I did it not is take so high school important. seriously yeah. at all. I really believe that's the next big crash, too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the housing market, what that just went through, I think the college market is going to go through next. And I think they're going to realize that their product is way overpriced because people just can get loans for it and they don't think about how much it is. And well, it's, when, like it's the norm thing to do. When those loans start defaulting in those, yeah. you know those colleges realize their product isn't worth what they thought it was. It's going to be an interesting, definitely an interesting time. Where's Dave Ramsey when we need him? I, you know, I keep saying Dave Ramsey for president, but yeah, I listens. just totally saw him in a Superman costume. <laughs> <laughs> On another note. <laughs> yeah. My kids will be paying for their own college if they want to go for sure. My so. kids still have to be born. Yeah. On to the next one. <laughs> All right. Next up. This has, uh, just for for the record, it has a short answer and a long answer. So I'll give you both. But first of all, why do swimmers spit all the time? I felt like it was an important question because we're in the Olympics. Swimmers spit all the time? Why do swimmers spit all the time? I don't watch swimming. While they're swimming in the water. Oh, oh. Well, it's probably because they got something in their mouth. It's like, <laughs> That's what I'm assuming. If you're going to spit and not be noticed, that's mm-hmm. the place to do it. In the pool? Sure, in the water. Unless there's a close-up camera on you and it's oh, right. like on the world stage aired all over NBC. In think, which case, more people will see you spitting there than anywhere else on the face of the planet. That is true. I think I think they should have fun since they spit. I think they should try to hit the person in the next lane. Like make it, like make it a game. Don't worry Ooh. about your Olympic time. What if that was part of the medal process? Like how many hits you got on the person in the next lane? Or if they had like hanging targets that separated the oh, lanes. Oh, yes, that'd so be like better. You had to like that'd be ping, better. Ping, Yes, absolutely. We need targets. Yeah, and then you like get to add up your points at the end, and then so you might have like tied when you hit the little pad, and so you you're tied. But then they add up your spit points. They kind of do that with what the biathlon, where it's like what is it like like snowshoeing and rifling at the same time in the Winter Olympics. I remember that. You know, so it's like a combination of two things. You know, like that. It'd be like that swimming and spit targeting. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. I like it. I do too. Okay, what's the real reason? Okay, so the short answer is because they can. Okay. <laughs> the long answer, and it's very scientific, if that answer is not fancy enough for you. Yeah, I like, I like uh, There is a made-up version that has a better explanation. When swimmers compete at the highest level, the lactic acid that burns throughout their bodies creates an imbalance of blood, saliva, and other necessary fluids. Olympic pools are fortified with more than chlorine and muriatic acid in order to make up for this deficiency. Operating as a sort of oral mouthwash, the vitamin-rich pool water is swished around by swimmers and absorbed into their bloodstream through a membrane in the cheek. Okay, I don't know if you know the answer to this one, but the divers, when they dive and then they get out of the, they have like this pool over off on the side. Mm -hmm. Like a hot tub? They get in the hot tub and they sit there for a second and they look cool and then they get up and leave. 
Like, I don't know why. That is to keep their muscles warm because you don't want to get out of the pool and like has it always been like, there and they just recently put a camera on it because i don't ever remember there being a little like, oh i remember it's that. always pool. been there yeah I, I always remember the hot tub yeah that's the first time i've seen it because it always it always made me laugh because it's like they're in this competition it's like hey let's go chill in the hot tub I know, right? <laughs> yeah like, well because i actually i swam in high school my mom was actually a coach believe it or not ah, nice hey. there's a fun fact for you but anyway like they also have basically fur coats that they put on not for on the outside but for on the inside Right after you get out of the pool, like to keep you warm, because you don't want to like get freezing cold and your muscles tighten up, and then for your next right, because you have to stay. Yeah. So now when you're watching tonight, I will know. You will know. Excellent. And I will wow my friends. Yeah. And by my friends, I mean my three dogs. <laughs> All right. Next, are you ready? Yeah. Ready? Next okay. one. This kid started mowing lawns, shoveling snow to buy a hot dog stand, cost him fifteen hundred dollars, so that he could help out his disabled parents. But what the Michigan teen did not expect was for the city to shut him down minutes after he set up shop. So he raised money for the hot dog stand. That worked. Mm -hmm. And then the hot dog stand got shut down. That's right. And the city told him that food wagons and carts are restricted downtown because businesses there pay taxes and assessments. Well, are you ready for the good news about this story? Sure. Okay, because see, I thought you guys would be like, what? That's not fair. But <laughs> a local company heard about the little boy, Nathan. They offered to buy his hot dog stand for $2,500. Oh, nice. So now he ended up making $1,000 more than what he would have. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that yeah. is cool. So they bought um, it from him. What's the headline on that one? Let's think of a headline for that one. Well, I don't see, know that's what, what I was thinking. I don't I was know what the headline like, is. What, what was the city? Michigan. It was in Michigan. I don't know the city. Michigan tells kid to take his buns elsewhere. Ooh, I like it. You like it? <laughs> that was quick. It's quick. Well, it's what you radio people have to be. It's quick-witted, right? Oh, it's you, Danae. You got one? Uh, no. Thank you for listening to a new Stop episode it. Stop of Stop it. Shoot Stop it. No robot thank yous. No. no robot thank yous. They're less genuine. Oh. Need a genuine thank you. Thanks for listening. See, that's so much better. To a new episode of Share the Dough. See? <laughs> now I feel like you mean it. I, d- I meant it the first time. No, that was a robot. robot. Robots don't mean anything. Robots have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't you seen Wally? To the dough. <laughs> Is that what I was I have no, yeah. That's- Special thanks to 88.3 The Wind for letting us use the studio. To Chris Tilly of Hazo Records for producing our music. And Sarah Forhats from our local TV station, KY3, for coming in with some sweet headline hunts. If you'd like to participate on Shoe the Dough or have something to say, lots of ways to do it. Probably the best thing to do is go check out shoethedough.com, S-H-O-E-T-H-E-D-O-E.com. And there's email there and all the ways you can get in touch with us. Uh, also, please, please, please head to iTunes and leave a comment, subscribe, and we will we might thank you on the podcast. Like winky face, XOXO smiley face. Wow. Yeah. What a loving username. Lessa left us a five-star review saying, I am so excited about this podcast. I believe this is the type of entertaining, thought-provoking, soul-stirring material that we as Christians need. I love their fresh approach and their faith-based perspective on life, love, morality, and all the issues that need to be discussed. I'm telling all my friends, lots of exclamation points, love it more exclamation points good job guys thank you exclamation points and god bless 
exclamation. How expressive is that? That was extremely expressive. She used the the term, I'm assuming she, because I don't know many men that use a winky face in their username. (laughs) Just an assumption. (laughs) You never know. On my point. You never know. But uh, she used the phrase soul stirring, Mm -hmm. which I like that phrase. I just like, I see us like over a big cauldron. Mine is more stirring souls. Mine is a swizzle stick. Oh. It's very Willy Wonka. Oh, your your souls are much smaller than my souls. Well, I see souls as these big things that have to go in this big cauldron. If you're thinking about it on the grand scheme of things, I mean, with the universe and just how small mm. we actually are mm. on the grand scheme of things, we're pretty small or tiny. Okay. We would definitely fit into God's, you know, coffee cup. Scientific. <laughs> right. Our souls are in God's coffee cup, and shoe the dough is the swizzle stick. Yeah. <laughs> I can already hear That's going to be weird. Can you hear me, though? Yeah. Through your ears? I don't really particularly want to hear you through my ears, but... Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.